Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. This week, what some would call a kid kicking butt in aviation, doing what he should be doing to achieve his dream, his passion. I want you to listen this week. How can this help you? Listen, parents, family, friends, mentor, your mentorship matters. Light it up. Here we go. David Costa, Renegade Aviator, with Mr. Dane Meyerhoff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator. I've got a special guest for you today, as I mentioned in the opening segment of the show. Dane Meyerhoff, a young guy, one of the newbies. Dane, welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dave. Pleasure to be on. Well, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, just so the cat's out of the bag, Dane and I do fly together, so uh, we do know each other. Um, in aviation, we hear, number one, it's hard to get into. Number two, that it's a closed community, and it's, you know, it's all about who you know, and, and partly it is. And the other thing is, because he shows up, so this is a guy, and I'm going to let him speak for himself, that has gone a long way really quick. And Dane, I'm sure it was just the easiest thing in the world, right? Oh yeah, it was, it was terribly easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been doing it for about, gosh, I think I soloed in, uh, in June of 2015. So, you know, I really haven't been doing it that long. Of course, for me, it, it feels like a long time. I'm uh, I'm 20 years old, so of course, four years feels uh, feels a little longer for me than uh, <laughs> than others. But it's been a a fun time. Okay, so how did you get started? So you did you were hatched at some point, just Absolutely. like I was hatched. See, I was hatched, and I was hatched at an airport. Mm-hmm. So I've lived at an airport ever since. But tell us about your kind of coming of age into aviation. How did you get started? I've really been flying with my dad. I think the first time I was in an airplane, I was probably three weeks old. Uh, he had an old Cherokee. We, were, we lived in Florida. You know, I, uh, I just flew with him throughout the years. He's not a professional pilot, just a private pilot. He's got instrument rating. But, um, you know, we always took fun trips. And, and it really, it's something that was such a fundamental part of my life to a core that it was, you know, it's, it's just part of who I am. So, really, I've been doing it for... I mean, I've been around airplanes my whole life, at airports, all that stuff. Is it something that you knew you wanted to do, or was it because you were in the environment that you found you liked it? How did that kind of transpire? Since I've always been in the environment, it's uh, really, it's something I've always wanted to do. It's, yeah, I've never been away from it because I've, I've always been in the back of an airplane, in the front of an airplane, you know, it's really always just been around it okay well so you've had unlimited money i guess right everything you said just handed to you had unlimited cash and you showed up at the airport one day and uh, it was easy right (laughs) (laughs) of course yeah well you know I, i had some financial backing of course you know starting off you know at my age getting a you know private instrument commercial and you know that would be almost impossible but 
you know, my my dad, he he helped me pay for my private, but past that I was cut off. So kind of the nice thing about that though is right that you're forced to make it worthwhile, right? Every flight counts, every hour that the uh, you know the Hobbs is running is is hours that you're getting charged for, and uh, it's it's really something that you know I'll see some of my students if their parents pay for it, if family members pay for it, something like that. They, uh, you know, they may take more of a lackadaisical attitude towards it. But I don't want to downplay where or how you got to where you are. So mm-hmm. um, you said I've been flying since 2015. So and I get it. When I was there, I mean, wow, man, almost four years of flying, and you know, and it seems like a long time. But but you've come a long way very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, how many hours do you have now? Uh, 1350. Okay, so 1350 for those of you that are not pilots, that's a decent amount of flight time in a short period of time, right? Most Absolutely. pilots, most private pilots mm. fly about 25 hours a year, ladies and gentlemen. Right, yeah, 25 to 50 hours is 50 hours would probably be on the upper side of, of normal. Yeah. And, you know, and it costs some money, but there's a lot to it as well. And, and this is what I want to get at. There's a lot of young people that listen to this show there's a lot of young people that come out to the air shows when we're out there and they all want to get started in aviation so what were some challenges when you first started out mm-hmm. to getting involved in aviation yeah probably probably the hardest part about you know first getting started is is you're not really and they call it the club right you're not really part of the club you're not a pilot yet and and sometimes you can be poorly received by people but really you know I'll tell people the way to fix that is just hang out at airports you know and be like put yourself in that environment where you're you're always uh you're always just around the airport and around pilots and be keep like put yourself into the club okay so you just heard for those of you to listen to my show every week you heard something i say all the time show up that's step one show up so when you first showed up not everybody held out a red carpet to you right oh absolutely not and actually in the beginning especially me being a younger guy when, when i first started doing all this i was you know, I was 16. So I was in high school, you know, I was a kid and it was, um, it's not really when you got a bunch of guys who are in their fifties, sixties, seventies, retired airline, all that, they don't really, you know, they don't really receive you too well. I'm sure you're something wrong. No, I didn't. Um, no, but, but it, it's absolutely true. We all mm-hmm. look like we don't care, but we do. And Dane is a, is a gentleman that has showed up, has gotten his ratings um, has put the time in and give us an idea. It's not all just flying the airplane, right? I mean, what else goes into becoming a pilot, especially a new pilot? It's mostly studying. And, you know, that's where people, that's where people go wrong, right? Is they want to just fly. They want to just have fun, right? And, and it's, of course, really fun when you're going, you know, flying around the patch all the time and you're doing maneuvers, all that sort of stuff. But when you actually have to read about it, understand the aerodynamics and, you know, regulations, I mean, I, I don't think it's fun, <laughs> but of course it contributes no, to no, uh, stop the FAA is listening. Regulations are very fun. Regu- uh, yeah, Regulations <laughs> are what we're here to do. Of course. Reg- follow the rules. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's, that's my biggest problem with, uh, with people is, is, uh, or especially students of mine is that they, they don't want to do the studying and that's the most important part. But I want to get back to that in the next segment because that is key. So first, you show up, you think people don't like you, don't want you there. It's interesting, and uh, this is going to sound shocking to people. Dana's a regular white guy just like me. I hear this from minorities and females. I hear the same thing. Nobody embraced me with open arms when I first came. And the reality is it doesn't matter. Black, white, male, female, young, old, show up to the airport eventually old grouchy guys like me say hey hey you want to hang out with us yeah exactly <laughs> and actually you know i got a uh, i got a great example of this i got a, a student of mine um his name is alex he's actually a really good friend of mine as well but uh he did that same exact thing and you know i told him i was like you know all you have to do is is show up provide value to the flight school and stuff so Anyways, this guy is, you know, he's he's just kind of starting out. He just got his private probably a few months ago, and uh, he he doesn't have any financial backing. Parents won't help him pay for anything like that, and, you know, he doesn't. We're both in college. You know, we don't make a ton of money, right? So I told him, I was like, you know what? Just hang out at the airport. 
clean the hangar, sweep the hangar, you know, reorganize things, create documents for the flight school, organize files, you know, stuff like that. This guy is now probably making more than I do just in flight time alone. In two weeks, he made eight hours of flight time at this flight school. So, I mean, it's absolutely doable. It's absolutely possible. It's the same in anything you do in life. Be of value to somebody else. Mm -hmm. We are paid in relation to the value that we give back. And if you don't have any skills, there's a lot of value you can give with grunt labor, right? And then as you oh, get absolutely. those skills, your skills are of value. But that's that's outstanding. We're gonna come back after the break. Oh, yeah. I want to get away. You can call the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Dial 888-366. 5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. Hey, this is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Listen up. If you're a company that wants to get your product, your brand noticed, then you need to be at air shows. Quite frankly, that's where you need to be. You can get such unique opportunities by sponsoring the Renegade Aviator our radio show, and our air show team, our jet air show team, by being a sponsor of the Renegade Aviator, you're going to reach people more efficiently, more effectively. You're going to drive new business. You're going to cultivate new relationships, and you're going to create alliances and build your brand. Air shows attract large crowds. The radio, the radio show that I'm doing now goes hand-in-hand hand with our air show effort to give you and your company unmatched visibility, unmatched and unrivaled brand recognition. We want to help you grow your business. We put together not just an air show team, not just a radio show, but an entire sales and marketing operation to help you promote and grow your business. You need to get some information from me. Give me a call, 888-366-5256. Air shows attract the high-quality, high-caliber demographic that you want to reach. Trust me on this one. Hundreds of thousands of people show up at large air shows. We will be in front of millions of people. If you want millions of contacts, millions of touch points, you found the right place. Call me, Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator, at 888-366-5256. Let's talk about... Hitting the afterburner with your business. Give me a call. 888-366-5256. This is Dan Perkins with your songs and stories for soldiers. Veterans tip of the day. If you're a veteran with a disability, are you interested in a program that could give you a free home? Homes for Our Troops is a privately funded 501c3 nonprofit organization that builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post 9-11 veterans to enable them to rebuild their lives. These homes restore some of the freedom and independence our veterans sacrificed while defending our country and enable them to focus on their family and recovery. Since its inception in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar has gone directly to the program to serve veterans. HFOT builds these homes where the veterans choose to live and continues its relationship with the veterans after the home delivery to assist them in rebuilding their lives. For more information, go to their website, www.hfotusa.org and see if you can qualify for the home of your dreams. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. Social Security provides important financial assistance to women in times of need, including a sudden illness or an injury leading to disability. While many illnesses and injuries are difficult or impossible to prevent, there are steps that women can take to help prevent some health issues so that they can live longer and healthier lives. In order to address these concerns in one place, we have a website designed for women that provides pertinent information to women regarding Social Security services. This website includes information that may be particularly useful to working women, women who receive Social Security benefits, brides, new mothers, wives, divorced women, caregivers, and widows. Our website for women provides information on retirement, survivors, disability, and supplemental security income benefits. Our website also contains links to Social Security publications relevant to women's issues. 
You can visit our website for women at www.socialsecurity.gov people women. Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. And we don't appreciate the people that fly us around. We just think they're stupid. You get on a plane and go, well, we're a little bit delayed because of the uh, weather. Oh, they don't know what they're doing. I can see out my little window that it's fine. None of us respects these people. Oh, every pilot is an amazing person. Even that pilot, Sully, who landed the plane on the Hudson River and saved a bunch of lives. And even once he did it, he got no credit. Everybody said, that was a miracle. That's what everybody said in the whole country. That was a sign that God is watching us, that he said, no, I think it was the pilot, maybe, <laughs> who trained his whole life. And then the day came and he nails it and everybody goes, no, it didn't matter. It could have been a child because God was there guiding the plane. Down. No, God threw the birds in the engines. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, back. Segment two. Got Dane Meyerhoff with me here today, this week. We normally talk to air show pilots, but Dane is a uh, future up-and-comer, a uh, young guy, and at 20 years old, you know, it's it's interesting. We were out of the bar one time, and I go, "Hey, you want a drink or something?" He goes, I, "Dave, I, I can't, I can't order." You're putting a drink. me in a and odd so situation right now. <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking, "Oh my God!" But but Dane is also a flight instructor, and if you want to earn your keep in aviation, there is not a better way or a more abusive way to become the flight instructor. So when we all start flying airplanes, we think, "Wow." The flight instructor knows all, is all, is this great, you know. And then you become a flight instructor like Dane. I don't have the patience for it anymore. You would not want to take your basic flying instruction from me. So we're grateful to have people like Dane that can has to have the patience and the skill. It takes a lot of skill. Don't let anybody fool, fool you that. So, Dane, give us a, kind of your perspective. Brand new flight instructor, the good, the bad, the ugly, I guess. Right. So instructing is, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's fun sometimes, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's one of those essential things that, uh, you know, it makes you a much better pilot all around, uh, makes you way more knowledgeable than, than, you know, just a standard commercial pilot. It's one of those ratings that it takes a ton of studying to do. It takes a lot of time, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the life of a flight instructor. So right now, Dave, I'm, uh, as, as Dave knows, uh, I'm still in uh, college. So it's really the main aviation job I, I can have being back in town every night and, you know, I'll, do students in between classes, you know, things of that nature. You're, yeah, you're really downplaying it because what I'm, I'm going to give them some some kudos here because you can make decent money flight instruction, flight instructing, right? I mean, absolutely, yeah, I, yeah. You got to work, right? You know, it's it's probably the hardest work that you'll ever do in the aviation industry. I almost think of it as as probably the most intense job in aviation you know dave and i fly corporate on the side and it's i mean that's easy right it's a it's a two hour three hour flight get a meal and then and then fly home right or you know sit in a hotel room it's it, it's easy but flight instructing is you know i've had days where i get to the airport at 5 a.m and i get home at 10 p.m in the summer and you know that's just doing student after student in between grounds and 
having a granola bar for your meal or something like that. And uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough job. Well, I, and why is it? I mean, so maybe help us understand. I mean, I've got my own opinions, um, but this is really your time. So why, why is it? I mean, what are the challenges? Yeah, so so probably the hardest part is you're taking somebody who has never been in an airplane, might even be scared of being in an airplane. A lot of them haven't flown before, right? And uh, you're trying to teach them how not to kill both of you, right? You're trying to teach ideally. them ideally. <laughs> Haven't been killed yet, so that's that's good. <laughs> uh, I gotta knock on wood on that one. Yeah, it's um, it's it's just it's hard work because it's it's not you don't really get paid for all the time that you teach, right? It's you know walking out to the airport, it's briefing uh, briefing students, doing a debrief, doing paperwork inside, and a lot of the time you can't bill for that, and and it's um, you know. Yeah, I mean, you make pretty decent money these days. You hear horror stories about five, six years ago, and, and you know, flight instructors make like fifteen grand a year, and, and of course, that's it's much improved for, from what it used to be. But well, and and it's also too, I think, from an educational standpoint, it goes back to whatever you guys and gals are doing in school. You adults that want to learn something, it's the readiness to learn. So if a student comes to you and gives a damn, mm-hmm. are they easier to train than somebody Absolutely. who expects you to force feed vast aviation knowledge in their tiny little brains? Yeah, and, and absolutely. If if <laughs> no, anybody I'm not wants, evil there's no evilness over here. <laughs> and if anybody wants to do flying as a, as a career, or just wants to do as a passion, put in a little bit of effort, and it, and it goes a long ways, right? There's nothing worse than than trying to teach in the airplane. The more that you can do on the ground, and then we can reinforce it in the airplane. That's the whole goal, right? See it put in action. And the last thing I want to do is is speed food in somebody when when we're up in the air, and and it's a horrible environment to learn in. I mean. It's teaching students basic stuff in the airplane is is really hard. Are, who's your? What does your average student look like? Are they younger? Are they older? Are you as a mix of everybody? Who are you seeing coming out to the airports lately? Yeah, it's really it's a mix of everybody. I mean, I've had uh, I've had students who are probably my youngest is like fourteen, right? Wow. Just a guy who who really you know wants to uh, wants to embrace aviation. I've had fellow uh, classmates of, of mine on and actually uh, she was on the pod- podcast Jenna uh, she was in a management 325 class with me so <laughs> it was kind of <laughs> funny seeing her in the airplane after after we figured out we had a class together <laughs> but I also have older guys right I have, I have a guy um, he's probably around I don't know his, his exact age but it's probably around 67 something like that so, so there's something for everybody and part of this show promotes aviation I guess it's my pleading with people. If you ever thought you wanted to fly, come out to the airport, meet with an instructor. These guys and girls are hungry. They want to teach you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unlike, I guess, kids in school where you don't want to be there, at least in grade school and high school and things of that nature. But it's I, I want to get key to that. You're paying a lot of money to fly with an instructor, mm-hmm. right? How much can they do on their own? Yeah, there's a lot they got to learn. But is there anything that the average person could not learn in your experience can the average person fly an airplane is it really that hard no it's not that hard. <laughs> Which, i almost don't want to say that right because i never was going to try it. but uh, you know it's 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 not hard anybody can do it just look at dave Thanks a lot. The next flight will be rough. Yeah, the next flight. I don't know if I'm going to get another uh, another trip here coming up. But uh. well, hey, look, we're going to come back. We got two more segments with Dane Meyerhoff, part of the new breed in aviation. It's part of why we're here to show you the new breed to aviation. They're not all drone pilots. We'll be right back after these messages. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. You can call the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Dial 888-366-5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. I wanna fly. Hey, this is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Listen up. If you're a company that wants to get your product, your brand noticed, then you need to be at air shows. Quite frankly, that's where you need to be. You can get such unique opportunities by sponsoring the Renegade Aviator, our radio show, and our air show team, our jet air show team, by being a sponsor 
of the Renegade Aviator, you're going to reach people more efficiently, more effectively. You're going to drive new business. You're going to cultivate new relationships, and you're going to create alliances and build your brand. Air shows attract large crowds. The radio state, the radio show that I'm doing now goes hand in hand with our air show effort to give you and your company unmatched visibility, unmatched and unrivaled brand recognition. We want to help you grow your business. We put together not just an air show team, not just a radio show, but an entire sales and marketing operation to help you promote and grow your business. You need to get some information from me. Give me a call, 888-366-5256. Air shows attract the high-quality, high-caliber demographic that you want to reach. Trust me on this one. Hundreds of thousands of people show up at large air shows. We will be in front of millions of people. If you want millions of contacts, millions of touch points, you found the right place. Call me, Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator, at 888-366-5256. Let's talk about... Hitting the afterburner with your business. Give me a call. 888-366-5256. This is Dan Perkins with your songs and stories for soldiers. Veterans tip of the day. If you're a veteran with a disability, are you interested in a program that could give you a free home? Homes for Our Troops is a privately funded 501c3 nonprofit organization that builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans to enable them to rebuild their lives. These homes restore some of the freedom and independence our veterans sacrificed while defending our country and enable them to focus on their family and recovery. Since its inception in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar has gone directly to the program to serve veterans. HFOT builds these homes where the veterans choose to live and continues its relationship with the veterans after the home delivery to assist them in rebuilding their lives. For more information, go to their website, www.hfotusa.org and see if you can qualify for the home of your dreams. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. Social Security provides important financial assistance to women in times of need, including a sudden illness or an injury leading to disability. While many illnesses and injuries are difficult or impossible to prevent, there are steps that women can take to help prevent some health issues so that they can live longer and healthier lives. In order to address these concerns in one place, we have a website designed for women that provides pertinent information to women regarding Social Security services. This website includes information that may be particularly useful to working women, women who receive Social Security benefits, brides, new mothers, wives, divorced women, caregivers, and widows. Our website for women provides information on retirement, survivors, disability, and supplemental security income benefits. Our website also contains links to Social Security publications relevant to women's issues. You can visit our website for women at www.socialsecurity.gov people women. Here he is, the host of the Renegade Aviator Radio Show, David Costa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, back, sitting here with Dane Meyerhoff through a mentor, through a great guy, I'm going to name him, good good people we name, so Randy Dean, former FedEx mm-hmm. captain, came to me one day at the airport, he goes, Dave, you got to talk to this guy, Dane, there's a jet flying past, look at that. Renegade Aviator. Um, he goes, you got to talk to this guy, Dane, and I think he can be a Lear FO. We operate corporate jets, one of which is a Lear 60. And for those people who understand what a Lear jet is, it's a hot rod. I'm going to Randy and go, well, how old is this guy? He's, he's 20 years old. Oh, all right. Well, how many hours does he have? Well, he's got, you know, 1,500, just under 1,500 hours. And we're like, all right. So then I went, well, let's give him a chance and see what he's, see what he's up to. And then he busted his tail, and I'll let you kind of explain, because at first, 
He was kind of nervous to talk to me, I think, because I'm kind of, you know, not that I'm grouchy, but I just look grouchy. Anyway. A little grouchy. <laughs> <laughs> so go through the process. You've never been in the jet, and right. he puts you in one of the hot rods. What was that process like? So I'm going to start out from the very beginning. It's actually kind of a funny story because I was uh, very rarely are you off your phone for, you know, a few days at a time. And, <laughs> you know, I, I left for the uh, I was vacationing in the Bahamas and had no cell signal. So it was uh, it was three days that, you know, this this guy, Randy, he uh, told me about the, the job and I just didn't respond or anything. I was like, I guess he doesn't want it. <laughs> but really, it's uh, yeah, as as a first jet. The Lear is is a handful. Uh, the Lear sixty probably it has one of the highest accident rates of any aircraft in its category. It's not when I'm flying it. Not when, <laughs> not when Dave is flying it. But uh, it's a really high performance machine. Um, so as far as studying for that, I'm I'm brand new to the uh, the world of jets, and I will first and foremost say that that having a mentor is is critical in this in this industry. So having Randy there, having him help me actually learn the systems, talk me through the systems. We're going through all sorts of new stuff like crew resource management. We're going through, you know, uh, pressurization. I mean, I mean, all these systems that I've never really dealt with before, it's, it's all brand new. So basically what we did is it's not like, you know, the first time I saw Dave, I was hopping to the Learjet. It was, it was, I went to the airport right? You show up. <laughs> I probably went to the airport 15 times and, and just chair flew the Lear. And we, you know, we did switchology actually going through systems and memory items and all that stuff. And then, you know, finally you get your chance to fly. And it's, it's not like you're just, you have no idea what's going on. You actually can act, can perform your job. Well, it's, it's the next progression. So, you know, when you go and you start taking flight lessons, you're flying an airplane as a single pilot in a relatively slow aircraft, relatively simple aircraft, and you learn the basics. Well, and we, we talk about showing up, but it's showing up and doing something. And so I have kicked FOs out of the seat because we ask some fairly simple things. Learn the checklist, mm-hmm. learn learn how to use the radio properly, which is right. part of basic pilot stuff, right? Right, right. And so, that's, yeah, that, that's a problem with, with a lot of pilots in general, which I mean, you radio. get that solid foundation down, IFR procedures and knowledge, and then... Well, bingo. Yeah. And that <laughs> and that starts, and this is a show about excellence, and aviation is is excellence. And there is no there is no gray area, right? When, when you sign off somebody to take a check ride, Mm-hmm. It's either sat or unsat, not learning in progress and very good, good effort. We don't do that, right? It's a black and white criteria. You met standard, you did not meet standard. When, when we put people into a Learjet now, um, they're a member of a crew. Uh, so Dane is an equal member of the crew, and he's got a role to play. And he stepped up into a well, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving you credit here because, you know, of the people we've trained, you've, you've kicked butt. Um, and it's appreciated, and I think people need to hear that because everybody probably is saying to you, oh, it'd be cool if I could do that. Well, yeah, I mean, actually. <laughs> I wish I, I just, could fly a jet. I just met a ton of people. Well, yeah, I was, I was at a SkyWest, uh, you know, orientation thing yesterday, and, and everybody there, they're like, oh, well, you fly a Learjet. You must think, you know, you're better than me, or you got a you got an opportunity that I didn't. So no. I am better than you. I am better than you, yes. <laughs> but, uh, well, I created the opportunity, more or less. I mean, you open that door for yourself, and it's just, it's just, you got to put in the effort, right? It's not going to just come to you, of course. I mean, that's, that's what I did, and it worked out. Well, and, and it is, and, and opportunities there for everybody and anything. It's not just aviation. I don't care if you want to be a truck driver, a heavy equipment operator, a ballerina, a teacher, anything you want to do in life, it does require that. But I think people expect, and they always think that somebody else got a leg up that they don't have. And it's a call out, you know, we got a call out. We need pilots in oh, the yeah. industry. We need people who can fly airplanes. I want to come back after the break, and I I do want to talk about a little bit about this excellence and and how how aviation works from excellence, maybe, and um, get get Dane's impression. So we'll be right back. Dave Costa, Renegade Aviator. Hey, this is David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Listen up. If you're a company that wants to get your product, your brand noticed, then you need to be at air shows. Quite frankly, that's where you need to be. You can get such unique opportunities by sponsoring the Renegade Aviator 
our radio show, and our air show team, our jet air show team, by being a sponsor of the Renegade Aviator, you're going to reach people more efficiently, more effectively. You're going to drive new business. You're going to cultivate new relationships, and you're going to create alliances and build your brand. Air shows attract large crowds. The radio state, the radio show that I'm doing now goes hand in hand with our air show effort to give you and your company unmatched visibility, unmatched and unrivaled brand recognition. We want to help you grow your business. We put together not just an air show team, not just a radio show, but an entire sales and marketing operation to help you promote and grow your business. You need to get some information from me. Give me a call, 888-366-5256. Air shows attract the high-quality, high-caliber demographic that you want to reach. Trust me on this one. Hundreds of thousands of people show up at large air shows. We will be in front of millions of people. If you want millions of contacts, millions of touch points, you found the right place. Call me, Dave Costa, the Renegade Aviator, at 888-366-5256. Let's talk about... Hitting the afterburner with your business. Give me a call. 888-366-5256. This is Dan Perkins with your songs and stories for soldiers. Veterans tip of the day. If you're a veteran with a disability, are you interested in a program that could give you a free home? Homes for Our Troops is a privately funded 501c3 nonprofit organization that builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans to enable them to rebuild their lives. These homes restore some of the freedom and independence our veterans sacrificed while defending our country and enable them to focus on their family and recovery. Since its inception in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar has gone directly to the program to serve veterans. HFOT builds these homes where the veterans choose to live and continues its relationship with the veterans after the home delivery to assist them in rebuilding their lives. For more information, go to their website, www.hfotusa.org and see if you can qualify for the home of your dreams. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. Social Security provides important financial assistance to women in times of need, including a sudden illness or an injury leading to disability. While many illnesses and injuries are difficult or impossible to prevent, there are steps that women can take to help prevent some health issues so that they can live longer and healthier lives. In order to address these concerns in one place, we have a website designed for women that provides pertinent information to women regarding Social Security services. This website includes information that may be particularly useful to working women, women who receive Social Security benefits, brides, new mothers, wives, divorced women, caregivers, and widows. Our website for women provides information on retirement, survivors, disability, and supplemental security income benefits. Our website also contains links to Social Security publications relevant to women's issues. You can visit our website for women at www.socialsecurity.gov people women. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 or find us on Facebook at Flying for Liberty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, David Costa, Renegade Aviator, back. Final segment with Dane Meyerhoff, one of the new generation of pilots. And uh, you said something, Dane that you are out talking to Sky West. And I guess we can say Sky West, even though they don't advertise on my show. But, hey, if you're listening from Sky West, have I got a deal for you. You need to call me. Anyway, and you need to call my office. Anybody listening right now, call my office, 888-366-5256. Part of what we do here is we give back. Part of my role here is to give back and to help people who are looking to get into aviation 
um, make their way through. And so, Dane, you you mentioned SkyWest and the regional airlines. Right. And that's kind of the first stepping stone after you go through, you know, your basic private commercial instrument multi-engine. Then you fly with a wacko like me and get totally pummeled and go, holy cow, I need to go to a real operation. And then you interview <laughs> with the regional airlines. But um, so so give me your, your your perception now. What do you see the market as right now? As far as pilots, right? As far as, yeah, pilots in general. So are you looking at this as kind of this is a given? There's an opportunity right now. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I, I lucked out. I mean, let's be honest. There was there was a time when, you know, they weren't hiring after, um, after the recession, 9-11. You know, those events really were really bad for the industry. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's so much opportunity right now. And uh, yeah, the next step for me after uh, after I'm done flying with Dave for a little bit here <laughs> um, is I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably go off to, uh, I, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, Sky West. So that'll be, uh, that'll be in about a little less than a year now. But uh, yeah. Everybody's going, man, you got to fly with Dave Costa, the renegade agent? Ooh, wow, that must have been so fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so that roll through there, everybody kind of, not everybody, but a lot of people want to be that mm-hmm. that airline pilot right and it's a great career don't get me wrong you don't work very hard so all mm-hmm. my airline buddies that are listening you don't work very hard but you fly cool stuff you get you can wear the hat, you wear the hat. <laughs> yeah that's the but but it really is so right now there is an opportunity mm-hmm. so right now as a young as a young mm-hmm. pilot you've got it's all ahead you know what i'm saying right because right the timing is now mm-hmm. yeah and hopefully nothing happens within that next year well <laughs> we can hope but you yeah. hit on a key point and that's and that's really what i want to talk about because mm-hmm. hopefully nothing happens well everything kind of happens you see what i'm saying so the market will change what's going to set apart the pilots that stay long term in aviation to the pilots that go hey Hey, they're hiring pilots left and right. I can kind of, today, and this is not to impugn anybody else, but today you can kind of be breathing and do a decent job, and they will mentor and coach mm-hmm. pilots that normally wouldn't make it. But the people like Dane that are doing the instruction, going to school, paying for his flying, but also earning money in aviation, doing the extra, getting to fly in these in these corporate jets, and doing the interviews. When the market goes the other direction, and it mm-hmm. will, mark my words as an old guy, absolutely, that's the kind of people we need. Remember, aviation is excellence. We don't have any room for error in the cockpit. Regionals mm-hmm. have gotten a bad name, and they didn't. I used to fly mm-hmm. at a regional airline. I thought it was a fantastic job. So, Dane, your your goal was to go become an airline pilot, retire in 30 years, and, right, and still yeah. be younger than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I retire in 30 years, yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> it's bad news for Dave. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. I'll still be flying, of course. Yeah, you'll still be flying. At, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so my goal is uh, is airline, and it's um, it's a fun job. It's an easy job. I mean, it pays really well right now, like you said. I mean, it ebbs and flows. So we'll see where it's at when uh, when you know I'm I'm coming of age and in, in the uh, regional timeline. But uh, yeah, so the long term goal is is uh, is airline and. You know, you just get to travel all the time. It's it seems like a pretty good deal to me. Well, it mm-hmm. it is an easy job. Things are easy when you put the work in, right? To get there, but that's just that we talk about every week, right? It's it's supposed to look easy. Would you want a not confident airline pilot? So, so <laughs> one that's sweating when he you know opens the cockpit door and it's like, oh man, glad we made it that time. Oh, that was close, <laughs> it, uh, but yeah, yeah, because you want you want mm-hmm. people that that want to be there, but not just in aviation, in any industry, a doctor, a lawyer, mm-hmm. a business person, right? I don't care if you're working at Starbucks and you're handing out coffees, right? It's that eagerness, it's that setting of goals, it's that making the hard look easy. I can't make a cappuccino. Right? Nor can I. Nor can okay. <laughs> Great. Good thing we fly airplanes. But I would want to go to that coffee shop where somebody is really making that effort, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah. it's the same here. We we want, you know, pilots have got this kind of this, this not arrogance. It really mm-hmm. is confidence. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right? And I don't mean to say that it's it's super easy because it's still, it's work every time. You know, it's, I mean, it's fun. It's fun work, but it's. It's not like you're sitting up there, and a lot of people, the you know, these days, a misconception is that 
pilots are sitting up there messing around on their iPads. They're not doing anything. And in reality, yeah, there's, there's all that automation, but that automation is programmed by the pilots every time, and there's still a lot of work that, that goes into it. So I don't mean to say it's, it's a ridiculously easy job, but you know, you really do someone who wants someone in that cockpit who's passionate about it, who would do it for you know, almost no pay, right? And, and that was kind of the problem with the industry for a little bit there. But, you know, you want someone who's doing it not just for the money and, and won't, you know, stop flying if, you know, there's there's just a little recession or something like that. Right on. And that's, and that's how we're going to kind of end out in this segment because it really is when you love what you do, it's easy. You've got a choice, ladies and gentlemen. You got a choice. You got to get up and feed yourself, or most of you do. Some of some of some people think that somebody else ought to feed you and clothe you and house you. But most of us, most normal people, we got to support ourselves. Right. It's a choice. It's a choice to do something you love, and then it's easy, right? It's easy to get to work when you're going to do a job that you love, um, even if you have to fly with me. <laughs> that's work fine, fine with Dave is work but uh, still like doing it what was that <laughs> can you fly this plane and land it surely you can't be serious I am serious and don't call me Shirley Well, congratulations. You found the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with me, David Costa. Call my office anytime with your questions, comments, suggestions, cries for help in aviation. 888-366-5256. Obstacles. They're an important part of life in aviation. As in all things in life, we have to avoid obstacles and create an alternate plan to assume that obstacles might just jump out and grab us. So as pilots, we develop strategies to avoid surprises and prepare for them to pop up. We expect surprises despite our best planning. We look to weather hours, sometimes days in advance. We consider alternate airports in case the weather doesn't cooperate despite our best efforts. We prepare to understand how terrain may affect our flight. We have memory items for key emergencies where immediate measured action is required. We use checklists to make sure we're not relying on our limited, often failable memory to make sure that everything required of us as pilots is complete. Expect obstacles and have a backup plan for every flight. Yes, every phase of flight. Business owners, do you see any value in this? Obstacles are a fact of everyday life for a pilot, as they are in almost everything else we do. Pilots are 100% responsible for the safe outcome of their flight. 100% responsible, as you are 100% responsible for your own life and your own business. I know this is challenging for some people to grasp in today's society, but as pilots, we accept the responsibility. So how can this carry over to you in your life in whatever it is that you decide to do? Here's a couple hints. Pre-flight planning. Know and understand everything about everything. Sound daunting? It can be. A pilot is required to conduct a thorough pre-flight plan to include weather, equipment, terrain, airport, even the physical state of the captain and crew. In short, know everything about everything before strapping on that fancy jet. Make alternate decisions. What happens when this happens? What happens when that happens? What do I need to know? What do I need to do now? And what can wait? What is my plan B, C, and D? Finally, follow a system, checklist, flows, cross-checks, and go-no-go decisions. Anyone can benefit from a little planning, creating a plan B, and using a system to detect and avoid obstacles before they ruin your day. Pilots expect them, but we all, once we step out of the cockpit, tend to forget, myself included, how these skills can help us in every aspect of our lives. You would be amazed at the success we've had with businesses that I've worked with using these renegade aviator ideas to improve and grow businesses of all kinds. Want to learn more about how we can help your business? Call my office 888-366-5256 and leave a message. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. I got a mind full of aggravation. 
Questions, comments, suggestions, or recommendations? Call the Renegade Aviator at 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. I got a mind full of inspiration and I ain't living in the past no more. So beast your eyes on the big blue sky and hey bye bye from the long back Cadillac. Hey. So anyway, Dan, I just want to thank you because you're one of the guys, one of the new pilots, mm-hmm. the people that the older pilots always want to put down the younger generation. Mm-hmm. They didn't go through it. We had to go through. They had it easy. We had to fly approaches, you know, in hailstorms with no chart. You know, mm-hmm. you I had to walk oh, to yeah. school uphill twice in the rain. Exactly. The Crossed so, a mountain on their way to school exactly. yeah, in the snow. Exactly. <laughs> so we forget until we talk to the younger generation um, and these guys and girls are kicking butt. They're out there. They're they're being trained by by good people like Dane, and they're they're doing the same stuff we did, just in a different way. Exactly. So um, yeah. So I just wanted to publicly thank you. You're doing fantastic in the Lear. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, I will end with this because I'm probably running long in this segment. But after I flew with Dane on one trip, he goes, "Yeah, you know, I think I did pretty good." So I said, "Hey, man, great job." He goes. I was a little bit weak on some knowledge, so I'm going to go and study myself. <laughs> I was floored because most people, people in their 50s will look at me and I go, how do you think you did today? Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, you, could you yeah. do any better? <laughs> uh, well, I'm really busy. I mean, I got to go sit on Facebook for a couple hours. But uh, anyway, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on, Dave. <laughs> All right. Dane Meyerhoff. All right, folks, parents, you matter. Grandparents, you matter. Mentors, you matter. A 20-year-old flying jets with the renegade aviator, his dad, his mentor, Randy Dean. Responsibility is taught. Responsibility must be expected from our younger generation. Hard work is easy when passion is sparked. Each of us can light a fire in someone else. So start a spark. Watch what happens. Nobody around to mentor you? BS. You are just not looking. There is opportunity everywhere. But you are the only one who can light the afterburner on your own jet airplane. As an analogy for your life. You have a passion in aviation? Do something. Have a passion for something else? Do something. Know your passion? Have a passion? Inspire somebody else. This ain't rocket science, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Renegade Aviator Radio Show. I am David Costa and grateful for you listening. Go kick the tires, light your fire, and fly. See ya. This is Dan Perkins with your songs and stories for soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. If you're a veteran with a disability, are you interested in a program that could give you a free home? Homes for Our Troops is a privately funded 501c3 nonprofit organization that builds and donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post 9-11 veterans to enable them to rebuild their lives. These homes restore some of the freedom and independence our veterans sacrificed while defending our country and enable them to focus on their family and recovery. Since its inception in 2004, nearly 90 cents of every dollar has gone directly to the program to serve veterans. HFOT builds these homes where the veterans choose to live and continues its relationship with the veterans after the home delivery to assist them in rebuilding their lives. For more information, go to their website www.hfotusa.org and see if you can qualify for the home of your dreams. This has been your Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day.